Hey guys, it's Harry here from What's Life About, and welcome to the WLA podcast. We ask a simple question, what's life about, to help understand what's important to people and why. Each week, we upload a new episode about a new person and their answer to that question. We created the podcast so that you can listen to the full audio from every conversation we have. Today, in episode 18, we speak with Tom Ferrier. Now, Tom is the founder of startup app Green Wallet and has spent the last six months building a team to help more people impact climate change by making more green purchases. Tom is the first of a series of episodes focused on leaders in business that we're doing that will be published on LinkedIn. And his positive but definitely no second chances attitude towards life was shaped by experiences growing up. And so here is his answer to what's life about. How long are we doing this All right, 30 seconds. Okay, cool. Cool. So, what's life about? I've been racking my brain since knowing I was coming on here, and it's a tough one. Mm. It really is. (laughs) But if I was to really... I've thought about it. And for me, it's... It's finding that thing that you go to bed every night excited to wake up to in the morning Mm. you're just jumping out of your skin because you don't want to go to sleep you just want to keep going Mm. it's finding those people that make you smile and make you laugh harder than anyone and spending as much time with them as possible and i truly think it's also finding that person that makes your heart skip a beat Mm. that you want to be spending time with them because they bring out the best in you and you bring out the best in them. Mm. To me, if I could have that, it would be absolutely amazing. Mm. And you hear that throwaway line, you know, are you living your best life? And a lot of people just say it, oh yeah, I'm living my best life. But no, to me, after thinking more about it, it's not a throwaway line. It's if I could have those things coming together, Mm. it would be amazing. I've read a quote probably about two years ago and it said the biggest risk in life is not to take a risk at all. And that's taken me down a path, it's changed my life. And it's taken me down a path where I'm pursuing the dream of retirement right now. I want to retire and I think I might have just recently retired. And when I say retired, it's not about oh, I've got all of this, I've amassed all this wealth and I'm, you know, sleeping in and playing golf every day and, well, that'd be lovely. It's about never working again. Now, what I'm doing right now, it's early days and if it doesn't work, fine, I've got to go and find that other thing that gets me out of bed every morning excited. But I think I might have found it. And if so, I don't want to wait till I'm 70 to retire. I want to do it now and I want to work harder, but it's not work. Just abolish that word because that's what life's all about. And I don't know. You get one shot at this amazing thing called life. I ultimately think what's life all about, if I was to sum it up in one sentence, Mm. it's to make sure that that shot is something that you're proud of. Mm. And that when you're on your deathbed looking back, 70, 80, 90 years old, you can truly say you've had no regrets. Sounds like you have a really strong appreciation for the fact that there's only one life and you only get one shot at it. That's what, that's what I'm feeling from you now. <clears throat> Look, I actually do believe there's an afterlife. Mm. 
Mm. I believe maybe reincarnation. Mm. I don't know in what form. And I hope there's another one. <laughs> but you just don't know. And geez, yeah. give, it, give it your all. And if there is another one, great. I don't want to use this one as a dress rehearsal. Mm. I want every <laughs> life to be one where you're up on center stage. Mm living your best life. What, what are some experiences you think that have taught you that this isn't just a dress rehearsal, that you've, it's potentially only, your only shot? I've been so fortunate growing up with the best parents ever. Mm. Well, she didn't tell me that thing before filming. It's got me all... <laughs> what, are you, what are you feeling right now? sheer appreciation like I, I have the best parents in the world and they've always said it doesn't matter how you go it's just making sure you give it a go I haven't cried I haven't cried in 15 years since I lost my dad and when all that happened I've bawled my eyes out for weeks, but since then, nothing's made me cry again. Until recently. And I, and I think that's what helped me find that thing about, look, yeah, I'm living a great life, it's fantastic, but you've got to appreciate it because it can go in a second. And it was one of the toughest moments of my life, but I was so upset and so sad that what it made me realise just how special he was. Because if, if we lost him, yeah, of course you lose someone, you get upset, you're sad. But if it doesn't truly, deeply affect you the way it affected all of us, mm. it'd be an indication that he wasn't so special. And as you can see right now, I'm still yeah. broken from it, but in yeah. a good way. Because it's just making me appreciate everything. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. It's, it's really upbringing. Mm. And I'm still so fortunate to have my mum around. Mm. And she's one of those people that I mentioned before that I, I speak to her every day. <laughs> I've already spoken to her today. And um, it's something I'm proud of. Yeah. Because she's one of those people that makes me laugh so hard. It's not funny. Yeah. And she's not my mum. She really is mm. one of my best friends. Mm. It, it sounds like, first of all, thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, I understand how hard that must, must have been. Um, and it probably still is. I feel like that's... Earlier you spoke about three different components. The thing that gets you up in the morning, it's like, I want to fire. The people that make you laugh as hard as you can and then that, that special someone who you can just be yourself with. I feel like your mum, you spoke to the second part there. Those people you can laugh your ass off, be yourself. What about the other two? How close do you feel you are to, to those two pieces? Yeah, so <clears throat> I think the one where I'm getting up every morning and just or going to bed not wanting to go to bed yes. I'm close to that mm. and like I said before it may not work mm. and if that's the case yeah I'll be disappointed it'll be shattering mm. but I know that there's still something out there that I've got to find and yeah. so I'll strive for it yeah. so I think I'm getting close on that one and mm. I hope it plays out the mm. way I, I hope and bringing mm. the amazing people that whether I know them now or I don't know them yet but mm. then that believe in the same sort of Values is an overused term, but they live that same ethos, that sa they have yeah. that same way of thinking. So then we're laughing and having fun at work <laughs> as, because we're not at work. Mm. I, I want to figure out a better word than work. But, <laughs> so I think we're getting close on that. Yeah. Um, in terms of that special someone, I have felt it before. Mm. I don't have it now. Yeah. 
Um, I have felt my heart skip a beat, mm. and that's why I think, well, that's why I know it's so important. Mm. I haven't found them yet. Um, but again, coming back to my parents, that's what they had. Mm. And it's something that I strive for, every, not every day, but it's something that I know that I want and life will be incomplete until I have it. Yeah, yeah. And that comes probably from seeing it in your parents so clearly. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've seen it, I've felt it myself, Yeah. and I want to make sure that I feel it. Mm. You know, again, you get one shot at this, try and get that feeling as much as you can throughout this life. Mm. Try and maximise the time that those three things are happening for you, mm. because you'll just, if you get one shot at it, make it the best. Yeah. So tell me about the green wallet. <laughs> <laughs> The green wallet. Okay. Mum laughs about it. My friends laugh about it because it's probably the 5,000th idea that I've tried and <laughs> tested and tried to get off the ground. It's the one that's getting the most traction, which is great. Mm. Um, look, I've had a really successful career and I've been lucky. It's come from hard work, but again, I loved it and I've reincarnated my career so many times. Mm. But one thing, it was off the back of seeing that quote, mm. biggest risk in life is not taking a risk at all. I decided to leave my great corporate job um, to pursue something that I would love every day and could retire on. Again, not from a money perspective, but I would never work again. And that's what the Green Wallet is helping me do, I think. So, look, ultimately it's a consumer-facing app that helps people save money by going green. We know climate change is such a big problem right now. Everyone's talking about and wanting to find easy ways to act. We really believe at Green Wallet that, yes, we all want to save the planet, but it's not happening by focusing on the emotional discussion. Mm. If we really want to save it, we need to flip the argument into an economic one. So simply put, if we can save people money by going green, we can save the planet. Mm. And I love user experience. It's my passion. <laughs> and I just want to see people using this solution and it just bringing... I don't know, just seeing the smile on their face because it's a beautiful and fun experience mm. while at the same time, same time saving the money mm. and saving the planet. Mm. Um, it's early days, we're only six months in, but we have now built a fantastic team. And when I say that, yes, there's a blend of experience and some really sort of heavy hitters, which is great, um, that have rolled out global payment programs that were leading strategy at Uber, you know, really good people. <laughs> We've got some of the best young talent from the universities and these kids, God, they're not kids, but I'm probably the biggest kid at work. They just go, mate, come on, <laughs> aren't you supposed to be the boss? And it's like, there is no boss in this, in this workplace. Um, but they are just so driven and so mm. passionate and coming up with so many great ideas that mm. the other day we won this massive competition. I'll brag a little bit. Um, <laughs> we were named first in Australia. The, sorry, we, we came first in the world's largest clean tech competition, first in Australia, and now we're getting to represent the country on the global stage next month. And I said to two of the um, students, guys, this is amazing. Look, everyone's using the app you built. How does it make you feel? And they said, oh, it feels so good, Tom. I said, you can go away tonight and put down on your resume you just built the prototype for the world, well, for the Australia's number one clean tech. How good is that? And one of them looked at me and he teared up. This Nepalese guy that is so beautiful. And I said, what's wrong? And he goes, Tom, I don't ever want to have to create a resume. 
said, well, why not? And he goes, because I never want to leave Green Wallet. <laughs> and to me, <laughs> we're only six months in, but that was the biggest um, oh, buzz that I could have ever had. And that's what I want from all of the team and anyone that works with us. They just love it. And it's part of them. Yeah. Yeah. How much, how much does it mean to you that you might have had 5,000 ideas and probably tried a lot of them, one is actually getting the traction that it's been getting? Look, it's amazing. Um, it's been hard work. But again, I love doing it. Um, I've always been working hard in corporate but trying something on the side, mm. just as a passion project. And I think it is a learning curve. Mm. What I did last year that didn't work and failed, I took so much out of that and it was crushing. It was heartbreaking. Mm. I spent 12 months and built a team of passionate people that wanted this thing to work. And one day, my, one of my mentors just asked me a simple question. He said, Tom, I want to ask you something. Don't take it to heart. It's a tough question. But is this a good idea people will buy and use? Or is it just a good idea? And it was a confronting question, but I knew the answer straight away. And from that moment, it's okay, what's next? And I think that's why we've been so lucky to move so quickly with Green Wallet in six months achieving what we have, because all of those learnings we took from what failed and just turbocharged this next thing. So yeah, it's been extremely important trying different things, not succeeding. Some succeeded, some we made money, some we didn't. Some we met some cool people along the way. Um, but yeah, it's, it's always tough and you hear failure, 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 and I get it. Um, but you just got to keep going. Mm, mm. I'm not saying Green Wallet's a success yet. <laughs> it's very early days. <laughs> but hey, who knows? If it does, if it comes off the way we hope it does, it'll be fantastic. Mm. What's, because you know, I'm 23, I'm starting out my career, if anything. What's a, a piece of advice you would have given yourself 10 years ago? Would have been nice if. You gave me a heads up on that question. <laughs> it's, it's a tough one. Look, I would truly probably say just do what you do. Mm. Keep doing it. Mm. Be passionate about it and have fun along the way. Um, because that's what I've done and I'm really proud of where I'm at. Um, we've got a long way to go. But I really think it's about doing something you're passionate about with the people that bring out the best in you. Sort of just like what I was saying about the one, that yeah. person. You want to be working with people that bring out the best in you and you bring out the best in them. And if you're not finding that and you're not passionate about it, that's fine. It's mm. not for you. Mm. Move on and find the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good advice. <laughs> I've got another question I've been asking everyone in each interview. And it's if you were leading this interview, what's a question that you would want to ask someone? What do you, what are you passionate about and how did you figure that out? Because I just keep stumbling on the things that I love and I think that's part of life, right? Mm. You just, you experience it, you love it and then you focus on it. Mm. But what are you passionate about and how did you figure it out? How did you find it? Mm. That's great. I think that, to be honest, it ties in something I've thought before. Why, why climate change? Why, why that angle? So, 
I don't want to give you too long of the long-winded story because it is a long one, but the venture that I failed on last year, it was called Purposed. And the whole intent was to make it easy and rewarding for people to support the issues that they were passionate about. And it was born out of me, losing dad. When that happened, the dust settled. I wanted to give back. I wanted to figure out how can we solve this crazy thing called cancer. So I gave to three chat. Oh, firstly, I jumped online and Google cancer charity because I didn't know where to start. And I was inundated with over a thousand. I thought, how do I know which one's going to do the best with my time or money? So I gave to three and six months later, I got a call back from each of them. And this is fantastic. They're going to tell me what project they helped kick off, what progress they've made, whatever. No, they just wanted more money. And with someone who was so passionate, and wanted to make so much change, I was so disillusioned. Mm. And at the time I was speaking to my friends and they hadn't lost any, no one had lost a loved one at that stage, but they said, look, I'm passionate about animal welfare and I find the same thing. The environment, developing countries. And it was just a common thread that it was too hard. Um, We tried to develop a platform focused on corporate because that was my background to make it easy and rewarding for people to support the things they were passionate about because that whole area I still think is broken. But it's not something big corporate or corporate Australia are willing to pay for yet yeah. in a meaningful way. Yeah. Um, and so one of the learnings that we took out of last year's failure was genuinely people want to do good, mm. but it's just too hard. Mm. And I hate to say it, it's sort of a last priority for them. They've got family, they've got kids sport on the weekend, whatever. So we thought, how can we make doing good so easy? How can we make people feel great about doing good, but not ask them to actually have to do anything new or additional. Mm. We had a look at the 24-hour clock of when people wake up. What do they do? Before you even get out of bed, you're checking your phone. You then go and have a shower and you're using the soap wash that you bought yesterday. You put the toast on the toaster that you bought the day before. You get your bus into work, your coffee. Before you even sit down at your desk, you've transacted or consumed a number of things. So we Mm. thought, how can we make consumption good? Mm. Just embed good into that. And then we thought, okay, giving people too much choice around what cause they're passionate about was a failing from us last year. It worked with a, it was interesting, but it just didn't work. So we thought, what's one cause that's got mainstream interest that we can make doing good part of? And we had a look and it was clear, climate change. And even since then, the whole revolution's picked up so much more, um, which is fantastic. So we thought, how can we make it easy and rewarding to do good without having to do anything? Payments, consumption, How can we make, or what cause do people want to support? And it was climate change. And since then, it's really started to take hold, which is great. Yeah. Okay. That's nice hearing the story behind that. It gives us so much more context. Yeah. Um, So tying all of that, I mean, it's a lot in probably 15 minutes. Um, What's life about for you? Mate, it's people asking me the hard questions like you have today, especially that first one, what is life about? and now going away and living it. Because I now know for me what it is. Yeah. It was floating around in my head somewhere, but I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. It's about finding that thing that you just don't want to stop doing. Mm. Finding the people that you want to do it with and finding that one that you're just meant to be together. And yeah, you'll fight along the way. Yeah. It's not all roses and you know, it's not all perfect, but those people will challenge you mm. in a good way. Mm. If I can find those three things, right, no regrets. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs>
<laughs> you fucking hey, broke me. Very much. <laughs> you hey, broke you're me. Awesome. You're awesome. Mate, I haven't found it to it again. Is this part of it? Is this this is happening usually? <laughs> no, not always. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to episode 18. Make sure you check out Tom's work through the Green Wallet website listed below. Make sure you follow What's Life About on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to see each video episode and other content from us. And if you or someone you know has a great story to tell, get in touch with us through Facebook, send us a message, and we'll catch you next time.